Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose, the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. What's going on, great people? This is Ron Brooks, the Minding Your Business podcast, River City Capital. Check me out, rivercitycapital.org. We got small business funding uh, for you here in the Memphis area. Definitely check out the Minding Your Business podcast, champ10k.com. I'm hanging with my main girl, Ina Esco, with the Verbally Effective podcast. Make sure you check that out. Do that. It's a recession out here, but it don't have to be one for you. Check out the Verbally Effective podcast. Hello, it's the Verbally Effective podcast. Um, Ain't the Esco, double A. Thank you. This is Code White. Tune in. Welcome to another edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast. I'm your host, your double E, Ina Esco. Thank you guys for tuning in. I know you all are subscribed on all streaming platforms to the pod and the Ina Esco YouTube channel as well. Check it out. I want to send a huge shout out to the Consortium MMT, my team, Ari, Patrick, Brandon, and Morell. We're going to jump right in because I got my girl in the building with me. I'm talking about hip-hop artist Cookie period. 901, period. What's up, Ina? What's up, Cookie? <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. Yes, he looks so cute. Thank you. I didn't know what to put on today. I didn't know what to put on. Shoes or heels or whatever. Personality. I knew to be here. I got here. Okay. Yes, and you're ready to be verbally to be. effective. Very much. All right, well, let's start right at the beginning. What part of Memphis are you from? Well, I like to say I'm South Memphis raised, North Memphis made. Okay. So, I spent, like, my first 10 years probably in South Memphis, and after that, it was pretty much North Memphis with my stumping ground, so. That's two different hoods. Yeah, How did but you adapt I'm North good Memphis? anywhere. That, that made me adaptable. I'm, okay. I, anywhere. I'm good in any hood, like, for real. Okay. So. Okay. And are you an only child? Do you have siblings? I'm not. Um, I'm the baby girl of you the three. You the baby. Of three children, so I got okay. an older brother and an older sister. Okay. Are you guys close? Me and my brother, yeah. Okay. Me and my brother, me and my sister, we used to be, but, you know. I understand. Siblings, honey, <laughs> yeah, siblings. Yeah, sometimes I love people from a distance, and it's okay, but I love them. I understand. It's my sister. Yeah. <laughs> Can't Always. pick up family, but no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what high school you went to? I'm a graduate of Lamont, well, I'm going to wait for that. I'm a graduate of Manazas High School. Manazas so, High yes, School. Yes, of Manazas Tiger. Okay, tell me about Manazas. I'm trying to remember how I um, had against it. Tell me they went to Manazas. Manazas no. was uh, the first black school in Memphis. Okay. So I was very upset when they tore it down and built a new one because I feel like it was a historical monument. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had another school within our school, um, like basement level, called Ida B. Wells. Okay. 
I so, heard Ida B. Wells. Um, it was an alternative school. So. Yeah. When I first transferred to Menezes, it was so crazy because I came from Melrose High. I originally started out like my freshman year at Melrose and Orange Mound. So like I said, mm-hmm. I'm good at any hood. Mm-hmm. My middle school years, I was in Orange Mound. Went to Melrose, transferred to North Memphis. It was totally different yes. from what I was used to. Yeah. And um, at that point in time, you had to go around to the classrooms and get your, your, your form filled out when you transferred. So I was telling everybody what school I was going to. They was like, oh, girl, you going to McNazas? Oh, you better get ready. That's the school for pregnant girls, and they be fighting wow. all the time. You better learn how to tote a blade in your jaw and mm. all that. Was so, it like that, though? Was it, it like that? It was not. It was totally different. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very small. I think our graduating class had about 70 people. 70? Yes. It was so small, but we was like, uh... A family. Yeah. We were like, a, we were a family. What, like, what, you knew everybody. Everybody knew everybody. And what was the young cookie doing over there at Menezes? What, what were uh, you into? Everything. Mm-hmm. Young cookie was into everything. That's why a lot of people, you know, when they, they jump to the music industry, that's when they become somebody. But I really feel like I've always been that, that girl. You know, um, yes. in high school, I was an athlete. I played basketball, volleyball, softball, MVP, mm-hmm. uh, all that. He best was player. I'm from one court to another court, you know, playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leave volleyball season. I'm out there in shortstop on softball, you okay. know. So, and then at one point, I would go from the basketball court to mature league uniform and be cheering for the boys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, homecoming queen, uh, national beta club. Come on, Student cookie. council president, uh, class president. Let's go, committee. Yeah, I did. You okay. was busy. I went to college on a basketball scholarship. A lot of people don't know that. So you went to uh, Lane. You know, we, no. Lane. I originally went to Lane I College. Was about to I was say. a dragon. I was a dragon <laughs> with Dr. Okay. McClure down there at Lane. So okay. I originally went on a basketball scholarship, okay. but I also had a softball scholarship to play for Clark Atlanta. Did you so go? I didn't go. My best friend, she uh, she got a scholarship for Lane, too. So okay. She played the one I ran into, so they tried to keep us together. So Let's we went see. where we were accepted together. How long were you at Lane? My freshman year, I got pregnant at the end of my freshman year. Okay, okay. I had too much fun. Uh, if y'all got kids, make sure they don't be dating no um, guys off campus with their own apartments and stuff. Ooh, so, okay. Yeah, I went down there and, you know, got knocked up and came back home to me. Came back home. But you didn't after stop? After my freshman year. No, I didn't stop. I actually took a, a, a long break. I would try to go back to school. But it was so hard being a young mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was only 18. You know, I was 19 when I had her, but... Not having a support system to be there while I try to go to school and, mm-hmm. you know, getting my first apartment, having to pay bills. So I'm trying to work, go to school at the same time, first yeah. time mom. It was a lot. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people tell you that they're going to be there for you and they want to see you do this and that. But at the end of the day, all you got is yourself. So yeah. uh, people wasn't there. So yeah. my journey was delayed. I, I took a couple of years off. I, I mean, when I left Lane, I went back, but it was hard. I ended up withdrawing. I mm-hmm. tried again, didn't work. Tried again, didn't work, mm-hmm. and then I finally went back and I finished and I, I got the chance to complete and I graduated from the Illinois College with L-O-C, a bachelor's baby. degree in criminal justice. Okay, pre-law concentration. Okay, so see, you know, delay don't mean it's over. No, it does not. Yes, what's it your baby name? I have two at this point. Okay, um, I had a lot of people. My I have a sixteen-year-old daughter about to be seventeen. Okay. And her name is Jayla. Girl, you look and like I have you a could be 18 now. Hold on. Let's, look, uh, let's and I have up. a 10-year-old. Her name is Giada. Everybody Giada. call her Gigi. Yeah, that's wow. my baby. Do they love music? Uh, Gigi is a rapper. 
Okay. I got to let you hear her song. But okay. no, nah, she's actually good, though. She can sing, act, dance. So I'm okay. trying to get her out there into the scene because that's what she want to do. I ain't going to force it on her. But right now she's interested, so we going to see what yeah, to do. Yeah, let them do their thing. Yeah. Let them figure it out. I wish I had, no, my mom, I wish, uh, you know, music was as important to her because mm-hmm. my creative skills was nurtured as a child. Okay. You know, I didn't, I've always been good at writing poetry and writing essays and stories and things like that growing up. But I think the first time I actually wrote a rap, I was in like the 10th grade. Okay. What made you write and that rap? My mom had made me upset. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remixed Eminem, cleaned up my closet song about her. And I was so excited because I felt like I bumped it. So I called my brother in the room. I'm like, you got to listen to this. I can rap. So he come in the room. <laughs> I get to spin and I'm talking about my mom. And he's like, bro, you talking about mama? He snatched it and ripped it up. He's like, bro, I'm going to snitch on you. I was like, you're a hater. I bet it was good. It was hard. She made me mad. She read my wow. diary. Oh, wow. Mine, look, mine <laughs> did too. I remember that day. I used to draw a little lot. Okay. But you know what? Um, I know you was a criminal justice major. You know, a lot of people that are in that field are excellent writers. Are you going to do something with that criminal justice? I plan to once I get about 50 or something. 50? <laughs> okay. Let's, th- let's right get into I'm this music, music. Then. I got I got so many <laughs> skills and talents. I went to cosmetology school, too. It was a black um, um, hair school mm-hmm. out of East Memphis, out of Night on, Honor, Arnold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Southern Institute of Cosmetology. I, I mm-hmm. went there also, so yeah, I, I also do hair also. Okay, because so. I'm gonna be calling you because these yeah. uh, knowledge has to come out. out here. You want frontal? Okay, look twenty seven piece. And look, it. something else you're <laughs> into astrology. I saw you doing some astrology on Instagram. You know I said, wait, she gonna have to read my palm when she come here. <laughs> Can you do that? I be doing a lot I'm of studying. But look, so I haven't um. I haven't studied palm reading okay. like that. No, but I'm familiar with it, but I definitely have not studied it. I got my tools to learn about it, but I was, it's so many. I'm not going to have no more It's babies, so many different uh, parts to no more uh, spirituality. What you feeling right so, now? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling like we're going to get some money. That's yes! What like. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm talking about. That's what I'm, look, the first time I saw you was on Instagram, and um, you was rapping, you was doing your thing, the uh, visuals were amazing. Thank you. Um, I was like, I got to get to know Miss Cookie 901, but other than that video that I saw, that clip on Instagram, you have gone viral for a very emotional moment in your life. Can you share with the verbally effective audience about that moment? Um... I, I believe that the title of it was Bent, Bent Not Broken. So if you type that in on Facebook or something, the video might pop up. But um, I experienced a relationship like many women do. Uh, and we deal with narcissistic men. And we lose our value. And, sure, our self-esteem, a whole lot of stuff in the process. So mm-hmm. um I went live actually speaking about this situation and about just being a good person and the energy not being reciprocated in. Overall, I just basically said I'm going to remain the same person and I'm not going to give up on being the person I am because people don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's friends, uh, re- relationships with your spouse, family, uh, a lot of people, a lot of different situations. I'm just over it and I just learned to choose me. Yeah. 
and I didn't know a lot of women were going through situations that I was in, dealing with narcissism, uh, three-way parties, you know, out here beefing with other women. Just mm-hmm. I was just all over the place at that point in my life, yeah. and I wasn't happy with who I was. Yeah, so you just really laid it all out on a live. Yeah, I didn't intend to start crying, and I didn't even, I didn't know that I was going to go viral, and so many people would tune yeah. in. Oh, they tuned in now. Oh, uh, they love when you hurt it on social media. Yeah. So, How many views did you get? Um, collectively, it's probably about 20-some million views, because it's wow. about four or five of the videos that went viral, and each one has like four to five thousand million, I mean, four point five million views on it so Mm-mm. to me that says a lot of people related to what you were talking but about you know what um a lot of people feel like after that moment i was I, I didn't capitalize off of it because i had so many eyes on me and they were expecting some music mm-hmm. but i was so hurt and so broken yeah. that you know writing or recording or even being around anybody was the last thing i wanted to do right you had to heal yeah and then when I did create a song, uh, it, it's it's definitely not the one that people were expecting. You know, they were expecting me to be on some hip hop, Mary J, uh, crying <laughs> down on my knees, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. And it, it was nothing like it. Mm-hmm. I'll share it with you once we're done. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, you know, are you you're in the studio right now? I know you got some stuff in the chamber. Um, I want to do. Amen, say man right now. Okay. And this is a moment of transparency between me and you. And I really want to get your temperature, how you're feeling about the Memphis hip-hop scene. Because I know this is your world. This is what you do. This is what you feed. And you're in it. What's going I'm, on? I'm really happy you, you asked me that. I want to say first shout-out to Glorilla. You know, mm-hmm. shout-out to Glorilla and what she's doing. Juicy Fruit, too, because I feel like mm-hmm. Juicy Fruit scratched the surface, but Glow, she kind of, like, kicked that door in. Boom. Us, you know, so right now, if you're a female artist, rap artist, single, whatever from Memphis, you need to be active right now. Because right now, Memphis, what they say, Memphis is the new Atlanta. Yeah. But Atlanta is... is <laughs> want to be Memphis, really. <laughs> but that's a whole nother subject. But I'm really excited with what's going on with the female rap scene because mm-hmm. it's it's so hard. It, it it's so hard being a female artist. Why period. do you say that? Uh, because a lot of times, like dealing with people, it be biased. Like mm-hmm. uh, whether or not you know what type of girl you are. You know, mm-hmm. if I feel like my career probably could be a little further had I. You know, being one of those girls who are more receptive to passes from men in the industry, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I make sure I keep everything strictly business, and I'm happy that I moved that way because I can always walk around with my dignity and my self-respect. Amen. My name good wherever I go. You know, yeah. can't nobody say Cookie was around here being classless or, you know, my name ran through. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, not only just that, with being a female artist and all the other many hats that we wear from being somebody's um mom, wife, girlfriend, mm-hmm. and daughter. Like, we mm-hmm. wear so many hats and have yeah. to take care of so many people. So it's easy to get thrown off and get off track of uh, yeah. being a female artist when you got so much to do. Yeah, I feel you what you're talking about with, with the men in the industry. I've dealt with it, the misogyny. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it's an aged old thing that's been going on. But there's so many independent women right now that's not going. And, and they doing their thing right now. Social media. Tell I me about your relationship with video, social media. Do a lot of. Do like you like to do it? You know what? I used to do freestyle videos all the time, and I would go viral. I get at least like my minimum would be a hundred and something k views on like a freestyle video when I first started, and 
it just started to seem like it was becoming like oversaturated. Every day is somebody coming down my timeline, freestyling. Mm-hmm. Everybody just it, redoing everything, and I just sometimes I feel like remixing songs and freestyling other people's songs. Uh, it's a lot of that going on. It's a lot of that going on. I just I got into a phase where I would rather take those bars and put them on my own beat mm-hmm. than doing somebody else's That's and the uploading thing it and not really getting the full credit or you know money I could get out of it because mm-hmm. I'm using somebody else's beat. Or, you know, mm-hmm. so I kind of like fell back from doing freestyle videos, but my fan base has been asking me to start back and begging me to start. So mm-hmm. I actually got something to cut. Okay. I got to get back to it and get them what they want because that's really how I started my fan base doing freestyle videos. So that is selfish of me to take that away from y'all. So I'm definitely going to get back to this. And she should I give apologize. y'all some right now. What y'all think? <laughs> I could get a few bars from Cookie 901. <laughs> yes, what? off the oh, dome. No. I well, want me to be about. Well, can, can we curse? Sure. Say, girl, do your thing. That ain't the no beat. Be- okay, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad. Okay. That ain't the beat. Look, that ain't the beat. You got the beat in your head. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. Okay. Standing five three, I'm knocking bitches down like dominoes. Heard she wants to smoke my body language, been no vomitos. Got that boy so high, I almost put him in a comatose. Poppy drinking from the bottle, blueberry and no Stella Rose. Natural bitch, see him thick, got your whole like body goes. Fuck him for some hours, he keep asking if I'm Papa Rose. I like my nigga tall, I throw it back up on my tippy toes. I'm getting money. Every day my menu look like Papa Rose. Boom, <laughs> yes. Cookie, blessed us. Blessed <laughs> us with some bars. Thank you. Wow, you see that writing came in hand. When it comes to them bars, right? Yeah, it does. Cause some people does. ain't got no bars like you, Cookie. No, nah, a lot of people don't know how to articulate themselves. Okay, okay, okay. Now let's talk about Memphis music. Like, like Memphis just has a certain sound, a certain feel. Is that it's what gangster. it is? Wrong, is it? Know? Is it the accent? Is it the look? What is it? I think it's everything. We just got it. I think it's everything. Like, people have been biting our style from fashion, our slang, mm-hmm. our lyrics, our music, just everything from Memphis for the longest. So, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely everything about us. We yeah. can teach them something. We teach we teach a lot of people a whole lot of things. They've been biting Memphis. Yeah. Long time, long time. Look, long it took time. Memphis and ran with it, right? Yeah, it's that, it's that, <laughs> I can't explain it. It's hard to explain. I just know, like, everybody that I know from Memphis, like, uh, we raw, we blunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we some go-getters. Like they always say, if yeah. you can survive in Memphis, you can survive anywhere. And so, that's true. And that it, is true. We exuberate that energy just like in everything yeah. we do. I think we're getting our Memphis back right now. I'm happy. I'm excited yes. about it. It's I'm an so, exciting time. Yeah. Okay. So I know you've been working with um, Wicked Films uh, visually, right? Yeah. Tell me about your relationship um, with him. We actually grew up together in South Memphis. And at the time, you know, he was a bit older than me. So I was actually friends with his younger brothers. And we grew up at, we used to hang out at the Goodwill Boys and Girls Club. You familiar with mm-hmm. Right across from Lemoyne Gardens mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, went to NYSP Sports Summer Camp every summer together and all this stuff. So, But I, he, I just knew of him as my homeboy's big brother. Mm-hmm. But years later, he became this videographer extraordinary Memphis that, you know, getting behind artists and putting them on mm-hmm. and all type of stuff. So my first time linking with him was with my Rover video. I remixed Block Boy JB's song and 
I did pretty good. Like the internet and stuff, it's it's grown a whole lot since when I first dropped that video. How long ago was that? I did pretty good. How I long think ago? I did some good numbers when I dropped it. It got to like eighty k. So okay, yeah, I that's think good. With no real promotion or no label behind me or people helping me and just all off of me, I was happy about it. Yeah. But yeah, he he's dope. Shout out to Wicked Films. Shout out to Wicked Films. Yeah. Wow, Cookie Nine One. After that viral moment, Wicked called me. Mm-hmm. And he checking on you. Yeah, he gonna check on me. And he hit mm-hmm. me up and he was like, "Cook, man, everybody's calling me about that video. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife, she seen the video. You had my wife in there crying. You know." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh man, I'm so he like, you gotta capitalize off this moment. You gotta oh. do something, you know, because everybody wondering like, what's next? You know, how she doing?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Bro, I'm so." I'm going yeah. through it right now. I ain't yeah. gonna even lie. But you back. But I'm back. You're back. <laughs> and but I'm back. What's next? Um, what's next? I'm actually getting ready to drop a video to my latest single that I released um just this past April called Let's Go. Let's Go. So yeah, it's called Let's Go. So I'll be releasing that video. Hopefully it'll be out this week. We're gonna try to aim for Friday. Okay. So I'm just basically working on doing singles. Um I'm trying to line up things to start my own podcast also. Mm-hmm. So I got my hands in a whole lot of things. I want everybody to stay tuned. Yes. Uh, just watch out my social media platforms. I am underscore cookie 901. So yes. I, got some, I got some snacks for y'all too. Them, the, you got the, some snacks. I call them snacks. They're going to be some little, little treats for my fans. I'm going to pop out with some content on them. Okay. You know? I'm going to hit y'all with some little snacks in between. I though. like that. So, I like that. And see, I, I didn't even have to ask you for your socials. You already gave them out. And, you know, I'm glad you came today. And I can tell that you're being your authentic self. And I know your followers love you for, for that, being your authentic self. So you keep doing that cookie. Thank you. I Keep will. it up. Keep I up the will. great work. And if you need anything from me, yeah, let me my, know. Um, my um, auntie. Alumni. Alumni. Yes. <laughs> I said auntie. I be feeling like an auntie in these streets, girl. Me too, Ina. How you think I am, Ina? Girl, you look like you 18. This, so this has been one thing I've been wondering, like, how to go about with this. Because um, some people say age matters in the music industry. Does it? But to me, it doesn't. Because I still feel good. I still look good. and You, you know, sure do. I can keep up. I can keep up, so that's all I'm going to say about that. But okay. like I said, I have a 16-year-old daughter. I'm actually 35 years old. Okay, 35. So, no, so no, you're not. I'm auntie. I call the other little rap girls my nieces. Wow. I'm definitely auntie. 35. <laughs> Girl, you look good, honey. Thank yeah, you. you can hang with the youngest of So them, I'm not going to be that female rap artist who hides my age and, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I'm Transparency. Happy. This I'm is proud. transparency right here. I look like this. And I don't look like what I've been through. All right. Amen. Yes. Well, I'm so proud of you, girl. Anything you need from me, we're going to get this podcast rolling. Yeah, it's going to be called Indiscreet. Indiscreet. Indiscreet is for indie. We going in the streets with indie artists, and we want indiscretion. Okay. So. I think you'll be the perfect host, too. I'm ready. I'm yes. excited about that. Yes, we're going to talk more. But um, once again, I'd like to thank you for coming on the Verbally Effective Podcast. You're indeed verbally effective. And I know you coming with the content, boo. You coming <laughs> with the snacks. I, I got to stop saying the I snacks. Am. I got one. Is, I got uh, right after this Let's Go video, I'm going to release something else. It's okay. be my little snack. It's, it's called Counterfeit, y'all. Okay. I'm gonna Counterfeit. I'm going to on a lot of stuff. 
counterfeit. Y'all counterfeit. My fan base, y'all be tuned in. Don't be counterfeit, y'all. Y'all better tune in for Cookie 901, my guest right here today for Verbal Effective Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe on all streaming platforms. I have some really good news for you all on the next episode. And follow their YouTube as well, Ina Esco. See you guys next week. Mm -hmm.